It's the toughest thing for Hulk Hogan to tackle. Acting. We're talking Santa with muscles on today's... We wish you a merry kid flicks. We wish you a merry kid flicks. We wish you a merry kid flicks. Did you hear that we're on Spotify? Oh, and we're not affiliated with Netflix. What part of the song is this? Welcome to Kid Flicks, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and adopt a terrible nickname that isn't complimentary in the slightest. Um, this is the second week of Merry Kid Flicks, and uh, with, we, with me, we have a guest. Oh boy, I, we haven't, he hasn't been on it so long. No, it's been it's, a while. It's TJ Swigert. Hi, TJ. Hey, Ross. I'm really impressed with the new theme. Thank you. We got a whole <laughs> new getup here. Very professional. Yeah, that he. You were the second person to record in the new. Uh, uh, to quote Dak Shepard, Podloft. <laughs> uh, I'm basically Dak Shepard, is what I'm trying to say. Um, did you? Because you're you you kind of already have a nickname with TJ. Like, did you have any other kind of nicknames in uh, in school? I mean, I'm not incredibly proud of it. I got called Swag a lot because of my <laughs> last name. Oh Jesus! Uh, and I never embraced. They just decided that was it. Uh, I Actually, didn't... yeah, come to think of it, because um, when. You, because, like, we would go and, like, meet new people together usually because, like, we did all the same clubs and stuff. And people would, like, call you Swiggity Swag a lot. I just remembered that. Wait, who was calling me Swiggity Swag a lot? I, f- I feel like it was half bit, half for true. Oh. Some people would be like, hey, Swiggity Swag or something like that. Because <laughs> yeah. cause it's like, you know, everybody, you have to do a bit with somebody's name for some reason. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, everyone who has a name that remotely sounds like something else. Yeah, like I get, oh, are you a wise man? And I'm wise like, guy, are, wise are, meat, yeah. wise man. Wise meat? Is that what you just said? I, I was going to say man. Yeah. Then I said mean. <laughs> hey, I'm wise nice. Um, well, the, I, I had a nickname in fifth grade briefly. So I was on this like um, sleepover, this Jewish sleepover thing. And we, somebody was saying like, oh, like your nickname should be your favorite cereal. And I, I said, so my name is what? Special K. <laughs> And that doesn't who, sound good. Who made that rule? It should be your favorite. <laughs> My nickname is Honey Bunches of Oats with almonds. I don't know. I feel like a lot of, I guess a lot of cereals. Honey like Bunches, kinda, I guess, is like Honey Bunch or like Lucky Charm. That's Lucky cool. Lucky Charm. But yeah, Special K doesn't roll off the tongue because I because everybody else chose like a fun cereal. Yeah, and I chose Special K. Everyone, like Fruity Pebbles, that would have been that's a good one. <laughs> Is that a hate crime against me? I don't know. Wait, no, no. <laughs> hey, <you> Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> oh damn! No, it's uh, it was never uh, nicknames. I, I I my whole life has been a nickname. It's just been DJ. So it's yo, that's deep. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> my whole life is a nickname. Um, so speaking of nicknames, um, uh, Hulk Hogan, that's not his real name. I don't know what it is. The, he is the, the Hollywood Hogan, uh, the, the, the Hulkamania, the Hulkster. Oh yeah. The Hulkamaniac. Um, we're, are, are you into, um, wrestling at all? Uh, I have been to one Monday Night Raw. I don't know where that puts me on the scale. Uh, (laughs) I went for free with someone I met my freshman year of college. And that was pretty much all she wrote in my wrestling (laughs) uh, fandom. But I do like, I don't know, I'm always interested in guys like Vin Diesel, not Vin Diesel, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) 
get other other large bald men, Dwayne <laughs> The Rock Johnson, John Cena, just other pro wrestlers trying sure. to do acting, I guess. Yeah, and uh, Hulk Hogan, famously not one of those people that really translated for a long time. No. And... I mean, he did a great acting in that sex tape he did. <laughs> that was spot on. Oh, man. I, I believed it the whole way. Like, he's such a method actor, he very much pretended that that lady was his wife. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I know about that scandal. Yeah. R.I.P. Gawker. Um, Brother, uh, he he was a... Uh, I don't know, I was... Very underwhelmed. I mean, like, like in with his terms acting of his, ability. Yeah, I thought it would be something. Most of these guys, like, maybe we got too accustomed to Dwayne the Rock Johnson or John or Cena, John but Cena, they're yeah. like not bad. They're they're entertaining. Dwayne the Rock Johnson might be. And I keep using his whole name, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Might be one of the like biggest celebrity superstars, last true superstars of acting right now. Yeah, people so. want him to run for president. Yeah, which is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, you know, anyone can do it now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, the Cheeto in chief. <laughs> oh man, I uh, uh, fuck political comedy, especially like that, like political comedy that my dad clearly wrote. <laughs> let's. <laughs> that's all this podcast is now. Let's let's change it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about um, Santa, Santa with muscles, which was um, a 1996. Uh, Christmas movie that this is also very weirdly serendipitous. So. This movie came out in theaters one week before last week's movie, Jingle All the Way. Really? Both starring uh, pro wrestlers turned actors. Yeah. Both uh, sticking out like a sore thumb. And both on IMDb's uh, bottom, bottom 100, 100 yeah. movies <laughs> of all time. Yeah. So who knows what's next week? I mean, I do, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that's kind of where what we're dealing with right now yeah. uh just kind of a dark age because in 1996 uh that's both of our birth years right yeah yeah okay I yeah because i don't know if you're a 1905 guy the year of our birth yes 96. <laughs> the year of our lord uh the lord of birth um but yeah i feel like uh like the late 90s uh to early 80s ish or late 80s um that was just kind of like a dark age yeah, uh, for because VHS technology was so cheap and easy. Yeah, that I mean, this was in, in theaters, but it clearly was made. It only uh, made like two hundred thousand dollars. Yes, in it, theaters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it made, according to IMDb, it made or uh, Wikipedia, it made two hundred twenty thousand dollars, a hundred ninety-eight, yeah. which is insane. Like that's. That, like they didn't put it in that many theaters, but it's like you have to try hard to not make millions of dollars at the box office. Yeah, and there's no way they didn't pay Hulk Hogan more money than that. Yeah, actually, I, that cast was very impressive. <laughs> yeah, we have everybody's favorite uh, from that '70s show, Ron, uh, Bob, and Jackie. We're both there. <laughs> yes, yeah, Don Stark and Mila Kunis. Um, <laughs> it was also weird because because uh, this is not Mila Kunis's first. Or it is one of her first terrible movies, but I got caught up reading up on American Psycho 2. Yeah. Which she also starred in. Uh, ooh, that's got... Wait, is that before or after? The After. After. Yeah, okay. this... She's, this was her big... Because I thought this was her big break. Like, this was her first movie Yeah, bi- her ever. big break as uh, Sassy Orphan number two. <laughs> uh, I don't, like, this is also one of those movies where I never could figure out any character's name. 
Yeah, it was all. I mean, even even <laughs> Sint, like his name was Blake Thorne. That was Hulk Hogan's character, but like. You really didn't like. He was just referred to as Santa the whole movie. Yeah, basically. because like this is a classic Hollywood story of uh, a man getting hit on the head, being a terrible person, has short-term memory loss, and a, some guy takes advantage of it to steal all of his money. It's a classic Samantha Who. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's a. You know. It's. I don't know. You could just feel the whole time that it was just some like coked out '80s screenwriter that just like <laughs> dreamt it up. And then, well, you know, they had that lawsuit case in the making of this where the the, one, the original author actually was mad and sued because it was so far from his original vision. He was just Which, appalled at the what final. What could the original vision have been? <laughs> I have absolutely. Do you think it no involved idea. it? It included a, a subplot with a mad scientist trying to get jewels underneath an orphanage. I don't. I, I, as long as it included a rocket launcher, <laughs> that was that was the most important. The whole movie from beginning <laughs> to end felt like it was written by like a twelve-year-old, and that's not in the sense like yeah, it was dumb. But it was also just like everything a 12-year-old thinks is cool. Pro yeah. wrestling, paintball, muscles, and <laughs> and like fart gas, bazookas. Uh, rocket launcher was Extortion. the only gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, um, uh, yeah, and actually, okay, another reason that I kept researching American Psycho 2 is that Hulk Hogan recites every single one of his lines like he's Patrick Bateman. Just very monotone. Because it's weird. Because this is the same problem that I had last week with Jingle All The Way. Is that, like, why is this big, larger-than-life guy playing, like, this serious straight man role? Yeah. It's every... From the... Like, it was almost jarring to hear him talk to start. It was just like... He's like, hey, man, I would love to go paintball. (laughs) My photo... The photo is not big enough. (laughs) (laughs) He also... Every day he makes his staff assault him. With... With... uh, With... uh, Job-appropriate weapons. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, that was the best Yeah, the chef has to use, like, a bowling... A rolling pin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or the or the chauffeur and the tire iron, who was also can we also just sidebar sure. uh, every Asian character? Uh, they felt the need to play some like very choice music. Oh yeah! Whenever they would like start to, f- I was like, mm. I mean, that's not the only thing that dated this movie, but it, like it <laughs> most was... everything about this movie. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, like so this this takes place like what like Malibu, I guess. It, some it feels like California. it's some vague some, California thing because you saw a shot of palm trees yeah. and <laughs> and there's so much that has to happen to set this movie in motion. So like Hulk Hogan has to antagonize cops with uh, paintballs so that they'll chase him <laughs> to the mall Christmas display. Then Hulk Hogan will hide and then get hit on the head by a bunch of garbage <laughs> and then get amnesia. Meanwhile. The Santa at the mall display has to be uh, a wall for some reason. Yeah, and some elf wants to, to make extra sh- money. Yeah, sitting at the bottom of the trash chute <laughs> that Hulk Hogan falls out of. I, I mean, and then the plot still takes like ten more minutes to get started. And like uh, my my big problem, and uh, I want to say it was my wildly only problem with this <laughs> entertaining, movie, uh, but like. 
it, we really didn't know character motivations at all through mo- like the majority of it we didn't know why the bad guys were bad they were just like so at first i thought it was this beautiful motif between like science versus religion how the scientists want to uh you know ruin christmas but but then like they were just being mean to orphans yeah well, was... well and they were also like uh they hung like a a, t- a shoe a shoemonger upside down yeah to get him to sell his property and and it took me so long into the movie so they're because we find out later that there's this giant jewel underground jewel mine underneath the orphanage that's I guess kind of under town but that's like in the last quarter of yes. the movie but we but, are seven we are over an hour and <laughs> 20 minutes in but also um we there's a part where they're like xing like crossing off on a map like okay we got that area we got that area and i didn't realize until near the end ed begley jr is just drawing on like a tv screen like it's not a paper printout of the town it is just, like they put up whatever google maps was like they put up like a like a geocities map yeah of sacramento or whatever (laughs) and they just drew on this uh, lcd monitor his whole layer cracked me up like it was just like a regular it was just like the production office (laughs) with aluminum foil put over the walls and the and the uh the computers and just like vague instruments and his henchmen walked around talking about crunching numbers and they're all weird and crazy in their own in their own unique way it was it was a weird obsession with just like everyone, yeah, had their own unique science characteristics. There was the chemist, there was the girl with electric hands. Yeah, that um she zapped a rose and it exploded. Yeah. And also, like Ed Begley Jr. is a star at this point. Yeah, he like he had done like... Saint Elsewhere and uh, and he had he, he won, he got nominated for 6 Emmys and a Golden Globe. Yeah. And I don't know why he's here. Well, even like Clint Howard, the bumbling, yes. stupid cop. Clint Howard. I was like, this is below you, man. <laughs> why are you? <laughs> Everybody in this movie, including like 10-year-old Mila Kunis, this is below you. <laughs> yeah. it's I, That was probably the most impressive thing by the end of it. When I was like, wow, there were a lot of names in this. And it was just total trash. Nothing could make up... For Hulk's performance. And, you know, I, I like... Also, I, Garrett Morris, one of the original not ready for primetime players. Yeah, we... It was... Yeah. I couldn't believe... I mean, it was just like name after name as you kind of went through the list. And, of course, there were like... It's, I, a, I, it's a who's who of who was about to lose their SAG uh, affiliation. <laughs> yeah. He was... Uh, nothing could make up for Hulk, though. I mean, he, it was just because, yeah, again, he was, everyone else, it almost felt like they were pl- hamming up their character because they had to. They had to bring energy to the screen. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, I mean, because this is clearly just like a very by-the-numbers family movie of some kind. So it's like you, like everybody's the seen numbers. this. You're just kind of like a, yeah, a classic story <laughs> of amnesia and jewel th- theft. Yeah. But it's like, but just kind of, you know, like doing the play, playing up like I'm evil. Like all the henchmen, like that's exactly the kind of note that they need to hit. But everything else was so off and confusing. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I think what didn't help were like, 
none of the details were tight. Like, no. like the fact that the henchmen drove around in an ice cream truck, <laughs> <laughs> and they were uh, not uh, like whenever they would torture the orphanage, they would chain up like their statue and their tr- like. I get trying to get people to move, but these people with like. Nothing uh, as it's presented. They call Even them the though, leftover kids. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is like we, there are four kids in this orphanage, and they have a huge like sanctuary and all this stuff to themselves. That was the most amazing part of it. <laughs> was whenever they were listing like, oh well, he probably like they were talking about. Okay, what does the bad guy want? Why does he want the property? And Hulk was like, okay, what's under the church? And they were all like, uh... Which, weird question to ask. <laughs> yeah, weird conclusion to jump to. But for the sake of story, <laughs> we went around a table and they were like, uh, uh, wires, rats, uh, dirt. Uh, the, oh, yeah, the catacombs and the big vault. Like, like that they, was use like... A, they call it a clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. And oh, under... yeah, the kids use the catacombs as a clubhouse sometimes. <laughs> Like, how is this not no, but this was six on your list of things <laughs> that were under the church? We recently got a new oven. Maybe that's part of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, yeah, there is so much. This is like the most notes that I've taken on a movie in a while. It was stunning. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, going back to the very beginning, like, you and I are both uh, uh, graduates uh, of uh, a media and communications school, and... Like, one of the most basic things is not present in this movie, which is drop shadow on opening credits. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, just anything so that text will stand out during, like, sweeping credits. These Drop words, shadow, like, wasn't a big... Was that a thing in the 90s? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but, I'm giving him too much credit. But uh, also, the, the text is blood red. Yeah. Yeah, it was disgusting to look at. Um... Uh, <laughs> the whole, I mean, the I'm whole graphic. Flustered. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> the whole aesthetic was just. I mean, I kind of liked that at least it wasn't, it never felt really like a studio. That it kind of felt like they rented a whole yeah, that's town. Yeah, cool, this is a nice indie feature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just like bought a whole town and they. They filmed in it, but. Uh, <laughs> they snuck onto the Universal back a lot. Yeah. And I, just had a ball. But yeah, like the the graphics uh, obviously were brutal. The, uh, the I mean, we've already been over the performance a hundred times. Honestly, the the director I forget his name. He did a number of B movies though in his like uh, yeah, collection. John, John Murlowski. Yeah, I was looking at his IMDb, and like honestly. It's not like the worst shot selection. It, it was entertaining. It was interesting. I mean, you can only do so much when in like like the police chase. Yeah, they were pouring salad dressing out the back of the car. Oh yeah, but, and and, and Hulk was like, it was Ooh, shot only well. five calories or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so uh, I'll give them that much. And like the lighting in the catacombs was cool. Uh, oh yeah, that was kind of cool. And it was a weird explanation for like. Why the little girl saw angels? Yeah, he's like, oh, there are catacombs. <laughs> That's why <laughs> there are catacombs that come out of the where crystals shine out of the ground at the windows. I yeah, sure. I just like that the crystal. I mean, the the brutal part about it was they when the explosion happened, which any explosion pre two thousand 
in in film was pretty bad unless they actually blew something <laughs> oh up. you mean just like shaking the camera and being <laughs> like whoa that happened yeah but <laughs> what i couldn't get over is we established immediately that those things explode and then they fought with them in the end <laughs> spoiler alert hulk hogan and uh who, who uh ed bigley jr yeah they um, fight uh, Eb- with Ebner exploding Frost. crystals at the end and which don't explode but yeah, you're but, waiting for but it but also it was a very intense moment because right before this fight we found out that hulk hogan and Egg- ed begley jr were best friends in an in that orphanage together which like that was n- nobody thought <laughs> like how did that that come up so late i i, I will okay. say um the the one guy that ran the orphanage, um, what's his name, Clayton, when Hulk first shows up, he gives a little almost knowing glance, and in my head I was like, oh, like, okay, so th- this might be a thing. He, um, yeah, like he... He, he he like adds little he drops a couple of things like oh i'm i'm glad you made something out of yourself uh but still i don't you know when i get the hulk had amnesia but the other guy the bad guy he didn't well no one could recognize hulk hogan because he was dressed as santa <laughs> cuz he had a white beard which and he Blake just Thorne would never wear uh, a santa costume cuz yeah. he hates germs uh, <laughs> Is that established? Oh wait, no. The bad guy hates germs. The uh, oh, yeah. Ed Bigley Jr. hates germs because in the final scene, he walks into the orphanage in a cloud of pledge. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and he has that hazmat suit on. Yeah. Also, well, that uh, that also reminds me. So, uh, when Ed Begley Jr. is trying to get into the catacombs <laughs> uh, under the orphanage, he's trying to get the orphan kids to like. Because only they they know the combination, and they all it's like they all know one of the numbers for like security purposes, I guess. And he's like, "Okay, you guys are gonna help me open it, and I'll get I'll get you guys sweets and uh, uh, plum pudding and stuff." And that's like, um, I see this all the time in kids' movies where it's like villains don't or bad people just like are so out of touch with children. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have children. I teach kids, but I, I feel like I could just be like, hey, give you guys one candy or, like, cookies or something. Or, like, yeah. I'll give you ten bucks. Or if you want families, I don't know. Like, these kids <laughs> I'll have adopt nothing. you all if you open <laughs> the catacombs. But my favorite thing is once he gets it open, he's like, and they're like, they're like, let the kids go. And he's like, who's going to do my mining? And then they put miners hat on all the children. Minor hats and like the My, little minor, like, minor 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 hats. Minor 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 hats. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, damn, this this man is beyond evil now. He's just gonna force children into slavery. Yeah, <laughs> we have labor laws in this country. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was my big problem with this film. <laughs> here's, okay, here's legit my big problem. So the title of the movie is Santa with Muscles, which comes from, uh, that's what <laughs> the local news media dubs Hulk Hogan dressed as Santa. They call him Santa with Muscles, which just like is a bad name. Like even like Muscle Santa is better, yeah. but like... 
I I don't know why that pissed me off so much, Strong but the one the, Santa that's kind of lame. Yeah, but it's a little. At least there's a little bit of alliteration. Yeah, or just like any. I don't know. Like if there's like something instead of Santa Claus, like Santa Colas. Oh, Santa Colossal. That's pretty good. Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Write uh, them. <laughs> We're gonna change this. <laughs> that's now it's fu- fixed. I also realized like a third of the way through this movie that I thought. Hulk Hogan was Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Just completely confusing. Yeah. But, like, they also, I feel like, are pretty similar. Uh, yeah. Because they both say, like, oh, yeah. I guess, but, like, Hulk Hogan's, like, a... I mean, I guess they're both cultural icons, but Hulk Hogan was, like, one of the biggest stars in the world for Not a to me. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was lost on old Ross. He, uh... Yeah, Santa with muscles just sounds like... It sounds like a pitch. Like I would, like I think I told my roommate yesterday that I was going to watch it, and it was, if like I was just like, yeah, Santa with muscles. He's like, oh, what's it about? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's it, right? <laughs> like they get it all. That is just the pitch. Well, th- this actually brings up a good point. So you uh, work in uh, the local television. Uh, industry yes so like you you work at the news assignment desk so like if this story came across your desk like what would you call (laughs) what would you call him well first off i'd say uh send me an email and if they (laughs) said they didn't have email access i would say forget it then (laughs) i would pretend to take down their information and then uh never reach out yeah that's actually (laughs) a good point i i run uh like a reporter's website and it's like if like, if you send, like, a random thing and you're like, I want to be on your show, I'm deleting it so fast. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, if someone, like, came to me with, like, pictures, though, and was like, look at this muscular Santa, maybe it's worth putting on social media. Yeah. Like, that's about all I got. And that's, like, maybe, like, a 530 story. I mean, if he saves an orphanage, now we're well, talking. That, yeah, then we're going to the 4 p.m. <laughs> slot. But then... <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I remember the hierarchy when I briefly interned at a news station. It was like the like the the twelve thirty p.m. news show was just like, oh fuck, what do we have? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I, I literally just finished a twelve thirty show at the at the uh, work, and it, it is just whatever you got. You know, I think we did something about an old lady who's a hundred years old skydiving. Oh, it's like that was a whole block. It's weird how often a story that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you're a hundred year old lady and you're listening to this podcast, pick something else. Yeah. Skydiving is done. Do we're, like we're over it. How about kill somebody? Yeah. That's cool. Murder. Die in jail. That's <laughs> die. You. We know your family won't visit you anyway. Jesus. <laughs> right. The home is like a prison. <laughs> That reminds me, my, my grandmother, uh, we just found out at Thanksgiving, is turning 90, mm-hmm. and none of us knew that. <laughs> Nobody. Well, well I mean, like... I, I'm sure my dad knew, but it was like, at a certain point, when you reach a certain age, it's just kind of like, and you're a kid, you're just like, oh yeah, like my grandma and grandpa, they're, they're old. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I didn't but really boy, know But boy, 90, 90, that just, she just dropped that out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one, too. Yeah, so like, we, I guess we'll go to like... Uh, Benny Hanna or something. She likes yeah. she likes hibachi. She likes it. <laughs> she loves hibachi. She's like, wow, do that uh, onion <laughs> volcano again. That's that's sweet. <laughs> I like that. Like we we didn't see my grandma got really sick by the end. Like when he was she was up there. So when we did birthdays or Christmas or anything, 
it was always at the home and it was it was not fun and like no. it's not to make fun of them but like it was it was just brutal. The 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 setting. The the sm- everyone would just start curse. Like there were old people. They just curse you out for existing in their presence. Wait, for were, not they, were being these people related kid. to? Oh, because I'm not their kid. They're pissed that I'm here. I think the, that's in a, the cafeteria. I, th- I feel like that's more of a Pittsburgh thing. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my my grandmother lives in uh, like a retirement community in uh, like an hour north of Philadelphia and. They're they're just kind of like all hanging out. Like yeah. they they have uh, like a, a an area where they can play like Wii Sports, and I don't think any of them know how to do it. Um, we, who thought of that? I'm well, sorry. okay. It, when That's... the Wii came out in two thousand seven, that seemed like a natural. Like okay, this is a. Remember when people were like, "Oh, you can use a Wii for exercise." Yeah, the Wii. I bought a Wii Fit. Of course you did. <laughs> I had a Wii and Fit. Did, did you play that game where you had to like? Put the uh, marble in the hole by balancing specifically. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then I also did the one, just like the ones where you would have to run in place, but I would cheat. <laughs> I would cheat at Wii Fit. I would just like put pressure on either end and like lay on the ground. <laughs> it's amazing that people buy things to help them exercise, but then they'll be like, "Oh, well, fuck this though." Yeah. <laughs> like we, I mean, well, like who doesn't have like an exercise bike or a treadmill that just is a clothes hanger now. I'll tell you who didn't have an exercise bike or a tra- treadmill. Uh, Blake Thorne in, in yeah. the movie. Who uh, only worked out by kicking the shit out of his... Uh, what was it? Just like his His, his butler, his butler, his um, Which uh, the his whole driver. time I was like, that fighting probably gets you in pretty good shape. Yeah. Like, well, that's why people do... I Kickboxing is apparently great. Yeah. And I've seen, like, Instagrams of people doing it. I'm like, yeah, maybe sometime. I've never been, like, in a real fight. Like, I I had (laughs) one when I was, like, 12 where somebody thought I scratched their Halo disc. So, (laughs) like, he, like, tried kicking me out of my house. I mean, his house. (laughs) That's Yeah, that's hubris. He tried. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) And uh, I got mad. So, I, like, I, I think I, like, need him in his private area. And he... Fell to the ground and I started hitting him in the head and then I, I left, and that was that was I'm one and zero all time undefeated in fights. But and are you and that person still friends? <laughs> no, we haven't talked much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the perfect time. You he, should send this to him so he. Yeah. It's like wow, TJ still thinks about I me. I still thought, yeah. I mean, that was my that was my big moment. That was was all I have in the, in my fighting career. But yeah, it just we, got me thinking about how I should start fighting because it would put you in good shape. We also missed a very weird uh, specific part of this movie. So um, Don Stark is uh, like trying to steal all of Hulk Hogan's money. <laughs> and he keeps failing. That's his motivation like the whole time. Yeah, but then like it randomly just stops. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he keeps trying to go to the ATM. And for some reason, the specific bank that Hulk Hogan is with, it has a, you have to insert your card and then do a fingerprint scan. In the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s. I think, we don't even have that now. No. Like, the closest thing is that people think that if you type your PIN number backwards that the police will come. Wait, really? Have you never heard that? You've seen, Okay, so there's like this dumb meme that always shows up every couple months where it's like, hey, like if you're being held up at an ATM 
and they want you to like empty your account, um, you uh, enter your PIN backwards, and then uh, it'll alert authorities. How do you? But like, everyone's PIN backwards is somebody else's PIN forwards, right? Wait, what? Yeah, but like you, it's your PIN. Like if your PIN is like one two three four. Like sure, someone else's is four three two one. I don't know, I don't know like, how coding works, but that seems like a lot for banks. Yeah, it makes no sense because <laughs> then people. But then it's like, oh, what if your pin is a palindrome? <laughs> and then the other people said that like if it does, it doesn't alert authorities, but um, it'll dispense the money but hold it in place so that like the uh, assailant will be like, what the hell? <laughs> no, I and then you'll die. Um, was... Well, it's bullshit, so don't yeah. do it. <laughs> but. That was... They have cameras on ATMs. He was so obsessed with getting, like, the Hulk's finger... That was it, pretty much at first, because he needed the money for to pay off the bad guy, which was another interesting thing. Like, he somehow knew the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Like, the bad guy needed money from him. I just didn't get that, which, so I just ignored it. I don't understand why, but then he, he was so, like... he Blake Thorne had, like, $100, $200 in his wallet. He could have just taken that and left. And then he got another 50 for delivering a Santa. That's it. But he kept trying to use the card. And I was like, I'm, I'm. he like had the fingerprint print on the, ga- the glass. Like yeah, his milk and it glass. was the wrong thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess that is kind of accurate because like Touch ID on the iPhone, like you have to... Use your right thumb or left. Yeah, well, you just left. have to like program each finger. Yeah. Um, But also, like my mom had her credit card stolen a little while ago and like... The, you could just go to a store and just use a credit card because like you don't have to use a pin, you don't have to like signing doesn't do anything. Yeah, is this a podcast now where we're just teaching people how to uh, steal <laughs> money and identity? You see, guys, uh, you don't need to know a pin. You can just take uh, the plastic card, and it, magic money will come from the sky and pay for your uh, pharmacy bill. <laughs> oh man! Also, I just got a notification on my phone that HQ Words is about to start. Oh, damn. We have to do this fucking podcast. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the uh, well, I just, you know what? I don't, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, there's also just so much weird luck that happens in this movie. The one that comes to mind is uh, so Hulk Hogan is fighting um, some bad guy on the clock tower of the, the <laughs> church slash orphanage, yeah. and he's successfully subdues the bad guy the bad guy's passed out and then hulk is like all right and then there's a little rotating santa on top of the the clock tower and it snags hulk hogan and it causes him to fly off of the clock tower (laughs) and nearly land on the pavement and die but then he gets caught by a garbage truck and is safely uh driven away working out in his favor because Nothing helps amnesia like another blow to the head to remember everything else. Yeah, a much less severe blow to the head. <laughs> he no, well, well, no, no, no. Wait, like a whoa. six, seven, two hundred and eighty pound guy. And like, so I guess for to him, every fall is a bad fall. Yeah. But also, well, he also saw a picture of himself, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's me." When? When he lands in the garbage truck, like a oh. a protein oh, shake thing. That was it. Yeah. This was also jarring for me to watch because he has a very, like, regular mustache in this movie instead of the now signature handlebar. handlebar. 
Yeah. Yeah, like I, I always thought they always also had, had a lot of like his hair was different too. You mean Honestly, he had? <laughs> yeah, it was. He, he he looked good at like this version of him just without his Santa costume. I was like, this is like a, a good looking guy. This this should have been what he did for for his character. Like it's crazy that there is an alternate universe where like Hulk Hogan is a f- like a movie star. And he's yeah. hosted SNL three times. He's hosted SNL three times? No, that's the alternate universe. Oh. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I wonder, that'd be... Uh, I don't know. Then it, uh, I don't, this, but then he, this was nothing... But then he would also be one of those SNL hosts that like they have facial hair, but they don't shave it for the show for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why that annoys me. I'm like, just fucking shave it. I don't want to see every character well, have a beard. Well, if it's iconic, you know. But like, I mean, if it's just like your out of work actor homeless beard, then yeah, shave it. Yeah, like uh, like I love Sterling K. Brown's episode, but he, like he could have like shaved his goatee. He probably would have grown back in like two weeks. Yeah. Or like you Jim hear that, Carrey. Sterling? <laughs> Wait, Jim Carrey doesn't have facial hair. Yeah, he has that big old beard now. Oh, I don't remember. Jim that. Carrey grew like whenever he got like super depressed, and then he grew hair down to his belly button. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably uh, hyperbole, but he he has a beard now. Hmm. I don't remember this from the Showtime original series. Kidding. Oh yeah, but he did shave it for that. And you like that? Is that? Cool? Uh, I watched the one clip that was circulating on like LinkedIn where it showed like how they. Put that one scene together where it's yeah. like a time lapse. I watched the first one. It was it was entertaining. It was interesting. Cool. I was expecting it to be more of like a Mister Rogers spinoff, but it's it's just got its own thing, which is like, cool. Because it's it's just got the vibe of like so many other shows where it's like, what if like this wholesome thing was like actually kind of fucked up? Yeah. What what if this like happy guy that talks to your kids was like clinically insane and wanted what if to kill I, himself? What if he wasn't happy, but like he makes other people happy? Yeah. What a selfless person. Uh, I feel like we're just burnt out from this movie. Um, yeah, and There's like, too much to talk about with it, man. It's Yeah, um, the one thing I will say, like a positive in this movie, is that Hulk is very good with the kids. Super good. Like with that Him little and scene. that little girl. Yeah, the little blondie. I think she's the only one that didn't go on to do anything. It's adorable, those two. What the hell is that girl's name? Whenever uh, they were like singing in the church. Oh my god. Yeah, that was it sweet. Was so sweet. I was like, you know, and there's. And not- he didn't know any of the words, but that was charming. <laughs> None of the words. He was words. like, oh yeah. But he like was like, yeah, you start it. And then he didn't know anything. <laughs> the, yeah. Oh, you know what? The, the I think the little girl that he sang with. He re- she replaced um, the little girl that played Ducky in the Land Before Time when that girl was murdered. Hmm. I sounded okay. I sounded excited <laughs> about that, and I'm not. Yeah, that's uh, just t- full disclosure, guys. I I'm trying to think of positives. I mean, I don't want to pretend like I was giving hearty laughs, but like hearty laughs, like you would a, a bad sci-fi movie. I mean, I, I, positives. I don't know. I already said it was shot well. I mean, Wait maybe, but that's like objective too. And there were definitely times where you were like, "What's going?" On? It was shot like a generic movie, so it wasn't like jarring at any points. Or you know what? I just found out the little girl that sees those two bad guys stealing 
money from that sleeping lady at the mall. Brenda Song from The Sweet Life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Can we talk about those bad guys and the other... Everyone wants to attack Hulk with like a candy cane. Wait, that scene. Okay, favorite line in the movie. Look out, he's got a candy cane. <laughs> in the first fight. And I was, that was, that was a quote of the movie. And also like that this, fight. He had a six foot long styrofoam candy cane. <laughs> and that, that fight went on so long between like these two just like, mall rats and stealing from the orphanage yeah and it like usually if you're caught stealing or something and like a big no pun intended like hulking man like beats you up or like like pushes you it's like okay we're gonna go but they are fighting back so hard everyone in the mall loved him too they were all oh the mall that is definitely past capacity nobody was like freaking out calling security that's the other thing with all these issues with the orphans nobody's are the police not helping them well no nobody because the police are chase too busy chasing hulk hogan yeah exactly and (laughs) And also paintball assist yes well because the i think that the police knew that he wasn't really santa because like they're that's when they're chasing him and he already has the santa stuff on no, I'm just talking about in general. Like, the orphans are having all these troubles with vandalism and, like, getting their place ripped apart. The, 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 the police, police are including never Including the state trooper Clint Howard. They're all too busy <laughs> trying to find uh, Blake Thorne. Yeah, and, and his rambunctious gang that, that is shooting paintballs at him as if... As Which if, is a shitty thing to do. Yeah, well... I just, you know, that's clear. I mean, I don't want to get into all the laws he's breaking. But But he deserved, like, that's a weird thing with, like, rich people in movies where it's like, we just, I just, I'm just going to do what I want. Like, are you really pulling me over? I'm rich. Like, rich people do what they want, but not like this. Yeah. Not not like a cartoon. Rich people do what they want. Yeah, they couldn't couldn't show, like, tax evasion clearly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So they had to go with paintballs and vandalism. Paintballs felt like a a period-appropriate thing. I feel like paintball's not a thing anymore, but paintball, like, in the 90s and the early 2000s. Yeah. I went... went, I've been paintballing once. I went... Like my friend went with her church group and they and she invited me because I was like, oh, I've never been paintballing. And uh, I was the only Jew. It was during Passover. So I was like eating matzah while they were all like eating pizza. <laughs> and then like it, felt, it felt like at times they were ganging up on me. Yeah. Also, worst part, though, the all the paintball pellets were white. It was all white paint. That's weird. That's like, that makes no it's crazy white paint. Yeah. Where's the fun in that? No, I have no clue. <laughs> when, no, I, but like it's cool if it's like pink or green or blue, or any color, but white. Your, yeah, and and I didn't realize that the rules of paintball. First of all, that there are rules in paintball, but also it's like if you get shot once, like you're out for the rest of the round. That's really yeah. Like I guess it makes sense because it's like oh, it's like whoever can last the longest. Dude, what are you? I mean that's uh, I'm uh, yeah, but I feel like that'd be over so quick. I don't know. I wouldn't be very good at paintball. I, I, hey, I'm sure you'd be great. No, but thanks for saying that. <laughs> you know what? Let's go. Let's go uh, antagonize a cop. <laughs> Just you and me. 
And yeah. also my roommate. Well, our room, my roommate can come. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to Chauncey. I wonder what he ended up getting for lunch. Yeah. He, um, what, it was pizza. He was, I think it was pizza. But... Oh, yeah, because there was no uh, Uber Eats charge. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. This is, this is the type of stuff that people love on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Off my conversations about people you don't know. <laughs> and getting their lunch. Someone <laughs> I just met maybe an hour ago. Yeah. Also, one thing that we... Speaking of off mic, one thing that we briefly mentioned uh, when we were getting set up is that one of the executive producers of this movie is the Wolf of Wall Street himself, Jordan Belford. Which made so much sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) When I heard that, I just pictured him and Hulk doing lines and knocking out scenes. Hulk, (laughs) try to sell me this pen. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't... Jordan... Like, this this seems like... I mean, Granny was a producer. How much he was actually around. <laughs> no, an executive producer. So that means, like, what he says goes, and yeah. he throws just a shitload of money. Well, that explained why, like, the scene... Like, the sets never looked too tacky. Like, they were... Maybe that was, like, Jordan's home. Yeah. I well, don't know. That's interesting. Like, it, the Hulk's mansion was very impressive. Also, don't you like that the end tries to portray Hulk Hogan as like, oh, he's going to turn into a nice guy and let all the orphans into his home? He was like, I think I... Because they were like... Because in the end, spoiler, uh, the whole orphanage... <laughs> Spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole orphanage crumbles to the ground. Uh, so all these these couple of orphans need a place to stay. And Hulk was like, I think I know a place that's open. And then we cut to the bad guy's house, and he just used that. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> I thought he was going to welcome it all in, and it's all going to be part of his family. But no, he's like, let's just use the, the arrested man's house as yeah. the new orphanage. Eminent domain, I guess, works here. Yeah. I'm rich, so it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like, I guess that's a, a resolution. Cause it, it was also weird because... And maybe I missed something, because at, at a certain point, I was getting very upset at this movie, so I was just, like, on my phone. <laughs> and did I miss a part when Hulk, I, he gets his memory back after falling off of the building, and it seems like the next morning, he's back in his house, and he's like, man, I, I, I want to go help those kids some more. And then everybody's mad at him. Well, yeah, it's, it's because the... Uh... Well, the bad guys in that instance, they <laughs> set up a very, I mean, nothing's beyond them at this point. They set up a very complex uh, phone conversation where they recorded her saying, uh, like the woman that's in charge of the orphanage. They that's recorded what that was. Her saying, hey, uh, don't even come back. Uh, you you failed us. Uh, X, Y, Z. And then, which who was she talking to before? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, that now that makes a lot more sense because I thought like one of them was doing an impression of her or vice versa no. of him. But there were like five people making that happen, like which I was like, why do you need all five henchmen to fake this perfectly timed fake call? But yeah, I don't. And then he eats like the lumpiest oatmeal in history. <laughs> <laughs> it's like comically just like, and that's. It. It's just like classic. I love every movie portrays hell food as <laughs> nasty. Just like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, just he's cruel. like, man, I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brother. 
Um, he barely said brother. I was pissed. Yeah. That was like the one thing. Like, what if what if Ed Begley Jr. was his brother? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Honestly, that I'm not saying it would have made it better or worse, but it wouldn't have felt like anything jarring. <laughs> that would have been like a plot to us like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So, uh, do you have any do you have any final thoughts, TJ, before we kind of uh, wrap this up? Because I'm I'm looking through my notes, and the one thing that I still that I surprisingly have not mentioned is the one orphan, the boy with uh, big ears that had the Walkman. Uh, he was on Gilmore Girls, and so that's how I knew him, <laughs> and I get excited. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, the actual. I'm kind of mad that the actual Santa and Muscles costume was only used, like, in one scene. Like, Mila yeah, Kunis' character... Oh! <laughs> ...sews him this, like, almost, like, BDSM-looking Santa yeah, costume. Yeah, she's like, we get, we gave you a V-neck, and, like, lose the beard. <laughs> and then uh, Don Stark is like, where's my fucking costume? And she's like, hold your horses, dad. Or, she says some weird... Yeah. ...pseudo-sexual remark. <laughs> and she is a child, and... Like five, six years later, she would star with this man with on a this TV man, show. Yeah, that's it. Which is show. why I, because I don't, I couldn't find anything online of like the two of them commenting and remembering this awful movie. I had not the two of them together, but I did find something online of Mila Kunis remembering like pretty much she, her fondest thought about this was she didn't realize how big it was to be acting with Hulk Hogan. At the because at the time he was just otherworldly. She just thought as a kid, who is this big man? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much it. And in hindsight, she's like, that was crazy that that was my first role. Was, yeah, well, alongside Hulk Hogan. Well, because when you're a kid, anybody over like five foot nine is like the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, really. I remember my parents used to be giants. I was. <laughs> I was I was ready to grow to their size, and yeah. I remember my mom and I used to be the same shoe size. Yeah? <laughs> Did you ever throw on her yes. sneakers? <laughs> well, there was like a very brief moment where like we were the exact same size, and I remember trying on her heels and being like, oh, this isn't that hard. <laughs> I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make me mac and cheese, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that so that's uh, uh, that's Santa with muscles. So now it's time for us to rate this, and because uh, it is uh, Merry Kid Flicks, uh, our month of uh, holiday movies, we have a special rating system. So uh, from low from highest to lowest, the rating is uh, ho 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 no ho no 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 no, and a pile of Rudolph shit at the very bottom. So I'll start with you, TJ. What are you what are you thinking? Well, if I had to be truthful, like if I if if my life were dependent on, on like giving well, a, it's it's your a, opinion, even offense. if there's some kind, like yeah. you found enjoyment in some way. I really form. did. I thought this was just as it was even goofier beyond my wildest dreams. I'm gonna give it a ho ho no. And that's just because I had some hearty belly laughs in there at the film, mostly at the film. I don't. I don't think there were any like. No, I don't. There was no. There was, there was no, no writing moment. that I was like, oh, that was smart. But <laughs> it was. 
uh, just laughing at it, it still gave me a chuckle. But maybe, okay, what's the one under ho 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 no? Uh, ho no no. Ho no no. That's my final answer. And I'm actually right with you. I, If I remember correctly, because I haven't really been writing these down because they don't fit in my Excel spreadsheet for KidFlix, um, I think I rated every single thing ho no no at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting on that good one. What was uh, Jingle Jingle all the way? That was ho no no? I believe so. Yeah. Maybe it was no no no. Cause, actually, no. I, it was ho no no because I did not enjoy that. Because that, uh, Jingle All the Way, that's one of those movies where I had never seen it until I watched it for this uh, podcast, and I assumed that it was like this well-loved classic, like a Christmas story. It turns out no one likes it. <laughs> that's how, like, a lot of Christmas movies are, you know, people, you love it or you hate it. It's good or it's trash, you know? Yeah, it's- like I was, I was talking to my friend uh, uh, yesterday, and she was rattling off, like, the five or six new Netflix uh, Santa, uh, uh, like, Christmas movies. They're still making new... I feel like we made all the Christmas movies. Yeah, there... I, there, There's no way that there's any new takes. No. Like, the there are two on Netflix right now. One is Vanessa Hutchins plays two versions of herself. Like, they're... It's like Prince and the Popper, essentially. <laughs> uh, and then there's another one where Kurt Russell is Santa. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll watch that. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Maybe that'll get the covered spot. Even though the uh, I need to just remember what movies I'm watching for the rest of this month because, uh, oops. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's yeah. I think that's about it for today. Thanks so much for coming over, Man, TJ. Thanks for letting me hang out. Yeah, well, hey, it doesn't have to end here. Once the mics are off, we can fucking shoot the shit. And you can help me move a desk, maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything that you would like to uh, plug or promote right now? Uh, not really at the moment. Just, uh, you know, just out there doing my thing, doing a lot of work. Yeah. If you, if you go to an open mic in Philadelphia, maybe you'll run into TJ. Yeah. And we can become friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But he was my friend first. Um, and I'm looking at my schedule. Oh, I'm doing, uh, I just, uh, I'm on a, uh, improv team here in Philadelphia called, uh, Xylobone and we have a show, uh, Friday, uh, December 21st at the Old Academy Players Theater. It's uh, pay what you like, and I hope you pay a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so go for that. Um, uh, yeah, that's it for today. You can follow us uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at KidFlixPod, and please use the hashtag MerryKidFlix and let us know what you're thinking uh, of the m- movies uh, that we choose and also what you would like us to review. Uh, yeah. So I, I gotta stop talking in this voice. <laughs> ho, 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 no. ho! No, okay. Uh, we will hear you next week. Go, go, gadget. Ho, 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 gadget, and go. show. <laughs> <laughs>